Welcome to the ICANN Podcast, the podcast of the Indiana Catholic Conference. The Indiana Catholic Conference is the official public policy voice of the Catholic bishops of Indiana. Welcome back to the ICANN Podcast. This is Alexander. And Angela. And this week we're talking about the three bills that we have up on our Action Center right now. Uh, Before we dive into these three, I do want to say that our ICANN report always has a much longer list of bills and has the updates on every single bill where it is in the process that we've been following. As Uh, well as whether or not we support or oppose it or if we're neutral. mm -hmm. So we encourage you to check that out if you want a deeper dive. But for our podcast this week, there are sort of top three. So first off, we have 1077 permitless carry or lawful carry constitutional, whatever you want to call it. Um, The actual bill name is Firearms Matters. Kind of boring, but it's not that boring in substance. Angela, you want to talk about it? Yes. Some people call it constitutional carry, which uh, is good branding on their part. But um, even currently in Indiana, you need a license to carry a gun. It's not difficult to get a license. And when you get it, it, there's a very, very nominal fee and it can last for a lifetime. People are saying that you shouldn't have to get a license because the Second Amendment allows you to carry. And so those people are calling it constitutional carry and even saying that by having laws that say you need a license that you're somehow, there's that's an affront to the Constitution, which it isn't. The USCCB has come out against um, permitless carry across the nation because we know that when you do not have um, a license and you don't have the ability to do background checks, you impede the work of law enforcement and also suicides with handguns and homicides with handguns go up. So we've been opposing this bill. Yesterday, there was a hearing uh, on this matter. It started at 211 p.m. in the afternoon, and it did not finish until 10.24 p.m. at night. Mm -hmm. Because there were a lot of people who spoke out for and against. There were a couple of gentlemen, one from Arizona, one from Virginia, um, advocates of gun rights in the NRA. So people from outside of the state trying to have an effect on the laws that would affect the people of Indiana. And you can have your thoughts about that. Mm -hmm. I know that I do. Um, Eventually, there were 14 amendments after all the testimony had been heard. The last amendment that was offered, some people said it gutted the bill, uh, but they did vote for it. But it said the amendment still allows for there to be a license. But while you're waiting for the license, you can go ahead and and carry your handgun. Mm -hmm. So it it has this provisional license, right? Right. But these, because these changes were made in the Senate and the bill originated in the House, then it has to go back to the House. And the House could say, we don't like that change, that amendment. And so we're either going to strip it out or start from scratch. And that may mean that they, well, that would mean that they would have to have a conference committee with people from both parties to talk about and hash out. And so it could be changed or it could die. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Currently, because it still allows for the license, um, and we know that with the license, that protects lives, um, we're okay with that. But if they take that amendment out, then we'll have to oppose it again. Mm-hmm. So 
that was a great uh, overview. So uh, mo- I think most of our bills at this point that we've been following are moving towards that step in the process, right? They're all very close to that, where if they're moving forward, they've passed the House, they've passed the Senate, or vice versa. If they and- haven't had amendments mm-hmm. and they then go to the House floor, the Senate floor, depending on you know where they are, and they and they pass. Then they go on to the governor for a signature. Mm-hmm. If there's been amendments, and they have to go back to their chamber of origin to kind of work that out. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of waiting and seeing what what happens with a lot of bills now. So this week, the end of this week, when we're releasing this podcast, this has been the last week for committee hearings on bills, right? Um, and so next week is when the the last two weeks of the session is when we'll see a lot of those bills being sorted out seeing if they ultimately make it to the governor. Speaking of that, speaking of perhaps not making it to the governor, as you know, we've been following 352, which is the predatory lending bill. Not to be confused with payday lending, but just as bad because people, even though it may say up front that the interest rate is capped at 36%, um, with the fees that the lender can put on it, it could end up being anywhere up to 200%. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad, uh, if you remember, that there was a carve out that it, you could not charge someone who, someone who charged these excessive fees would not be guilty of violating loan shark laws in Indiana. Loan sharking starts at seventy two percent, but as I said, these could go up, you know, in range of seventy five to two hundred percent. So right now, this bill that we've been advocating against is semi-dead. The only way, yay, round of applause, Um, the only way it could come back in is if it's amended into another bill. So we're looking at that right now and are going to ensure that that doesn't happen. Um, And then the other bill that we've had an action alert about 1217, that's the coerced abortion bill. Um, That one's moving and we think we'll continue to move um, to the governor pretty soon. Finally, the last thing we want to talk about is an action alert at the national level that's on our website. Alexander, you want to tell them the bill? Yeah, so it's uh, the Women's Health Protection Act, H.R. 3755. So the Senate is voting on that. It's already passed the House. Um, And this again, this is at the federal level. And the reason and when you it sounds kind of innocuous and it actually started off very innocuous but then other things were added to it which would be um, federally funded abortions and of course we're against that this is not to be confused with the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act um, which is like pregnancy accommodations and we thought this one which would be pregnancy accommodations and then all these other things got put into it So go to our website and contact uh, your senator. Um, Although we we do believe that Young and Braun um, will not support it, it's always good for them for them to hear from their constituents. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, Maybe one final thing we'll ask people uh, because we know I've I've seen a number of bishops start to put out statements about Ukraine. just encourage everybody to pray for the situation in Ukraine, pray for everybody involved, pray for those who have died so far, um, and pray for a peaceful resolution. I know um, 
my home diocese of Birmingham, Alabama, I saw the bishop there put out a statement earlier today. So um, I'm sure, uh, and, and also the president of the USCCB put out a statement um, asking for prayers. So we just wanted to echo that here on the podcast this week. And um, ultimately, we thank you for all of your uh, response to our action alerts this year. And stay tuned for future weeks as we wrap up this session. God bless. God bless.